0: everybody welcome to speaking it real intro was short no commercials i'm gonna tell you like this this show came on a whim because it was one of those where i thought about (laughs) it i didn't know if i was gonna do it i was iffy iffy and you know what my boy ov1 from the hhw show came to save the day
1: hey man i appreciate you inviting me man i like like i said it was me and and Hector, the other co-hosts of HHW Show, we were like, "Uh, is Frank around, man? What, what's going on? You know, I was like, you know, I, I had a, a a lot of topics to discuss and I, I wanted to share with you. And and then uh, next thing you know, I was like, hey, let's do this. So it's pretty amazing how fast we could get on the on the mic and, and start talking. I'm
0: for sure. Listen, I'm telling you, I got home came upstairs a minute. I did a couple of things on the computer. I went downstairs. I left my phone back here on this bed. It's a mess. I know mom. If you, if you watch, yes, mommy. No, you said like I'm, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I ate dinner. I came upstairs. I had Elizabeth. She's like, what are you doing? You're not going to come down here. I said, I think, I, I think I might do a podcast. I don't know yet, but going upstairs, I make up an excuse. I come up, I look at my phone and there's Ovi Muniz yeah. sending me messages. <laughs> So I was like, hey, you know what? Let's do it.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, the topic for today. We were talking about pedestrians, man, like getting hit by cars and stuff. And then uh another another topic, uh, Attic Baldwin being charged with involuntary manslaughter. And the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Like they they inducted someone in there, and it's left question as if that person's deserving. Are there others that, that deserve better? I mean, what's going on in, 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 in that side of the house? And even in all major sports, like, how is it that how they select these these worthy Hall of Famers to be, in, you know, part of the elite of all time? So, but first, let's, let's talk about the pedestrians here. So, recently here in my local area... Uh early in the morning, there was two people riding on an electric bike. And uh apparently they got hit by a car. Okay. And the streets were closed and everything. Both those people are in stable condition as I speak. Uh and again, this has happened at, at uh early in the morning, 5 50. This is before school starts and stuff that and all those heavy traffic. And uh, this, but, but this is not the first time. This is not a shocker. It's a shocker to know that almost every day there's a pedestrian getting hit by a car, and 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 you realize we never used to hear pedestrians getting hit, you know. But it seems like this is a a constant. And not so long ago, within a couple of months, uh, there was two that were crossing the street and they got killed. So, and it's like every day there's always a traffic accident that caused major uh, delays and majority of it now are are like if it's not wrong way on incidents on the highway it's pedestrians getting hit so when's enough is enough what can we do to improve so that way it's be safe for the pedestrians to cross the street i see that you're showing your cell phone uh, on there, and uh, you're right. I you think that the is phone. the number one reason is the cell phones. You know? and uh, Listen, like, it, it's it's unbelievable, like, you, you know your duty when you're behind the wheel when you're moving, you gotta pay attention to the road.
0: Yeah, but you know what, man? It's not always the driver.
1: In most cases, it is, because if you're following the okay. speed limit, you're watching your awareness you know, and I'm guilty sometimes, you know. I would look down just to find my tunes and stuff like that, even on the radio. You know, it doesn't necessarily be the cell phone, you know, you want to change it up or whatever. And you know, we get lazy, especially with all this technology, to Bluetooth everything in your car so that way, you know, your controls are on the steering wheel. But a lot of people love to text, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And um, pretty simple. Let's look at another one is on the highway. I've witnessed people with their heads down and I count one, two, three. I'm like, damn, this guy's more concentrated on a text. He's not looking up. You're on the highway. You're going 60, 65, maybe all the way to 80 miles per hour. You know what I mean? A one second and boom, you're done. You know? Definitely. But then in the town, you're right. You know, you, you, yes, pedestrians sometimes jail walk a lot, you know? But if you're paying attention on the road, you know when to stop.
0: Correct. Yeah, but. Alright, so since you mentioned cyclists, right? So yeah. You said two people were hit that are riding electric bikes, right?
1: Now, I don't know the whole story of right, who, right, right. Who cause, but the thing is is that that's just one example, right? And again, uh, there's, there's been fatalities, you know, people speeding and stuff like that, and majority of the time sometimes is they're under the influence, which is Pretty ridiculous. And you know, you could tell also they're under influence when they run away. Because there's been a lot of hit and runs. And that's escalating here. So uh your point was you wanted to say was yeah, the pedestrians. You gotta watch out with the pedestrians because sometimes they could be guilty.
0: Look, I, I see it all the time here, right? We have here in Miami a huge bike population, okay, where you have these cyclists that compete and they're always riding out here in the streets they have their own lane okay we have an actual bike lane in some parts of the city all right which could fit about two bikes but there's times where you see three four five six bikes and it's leading into the lane where the cars are at so then the the car the guy that's driving obviously has to slow down and stay behind these bikes until they decide that okay, you know what? Let me get back in my lane. If not, guess what? you stay stuck there. Now, the cyclists, some of them don't care about the rules, don't care about the cars behind them because the way they see it is, I have the right of way because I'm a cyclist and I'm a human being. So I should not get hit. And that is where there's a problem. That is where there is the problem. If you have your lane, stay in your lane. Now that you come out of your lane and you want to get back in because you want to pass the guy in front of you, by all means do it. But get back in your lane. Don't don't assume that the person behind you, the car behind you, is going to see you. Because you know what? They don't. They don't. So also, you know, the, us as drivers, we have to watch out for them, yes. But the cyclists also have to be careful too. And that's where
1: they're not. Understandably, but there's one key that you just said, right? Is like they got to slow down. But if they're not paying attention, how do you know that you know when to slow down? Because they're not paying attention to what's going on on the road. You know, again, when you got pedestrians crossing the street, there's no reason why pedestrians are getting hit by cars. It's just I, I, unless somebody ran out of. Uh, 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 you know, out of nowhere and then get hit, I could understand. Like, hey, big dummy, you across, you were running across the street without looking both ways, boom, gotcha. But it's been too many and too many. And the cause of it is, one, either you're under the influence or you're on your damn cell phone and you don't know how to put that cell phone down. And there's laws. And I got a feeling, you know, what my gut tells me is, is that they, they need to stricken the, the, the law a little bit more. Okay, situation, I'm going to tell you, see if you agree or disagree that if the investigation finds that you're at fault because you were using a device, I think they, they should uh, issue all suspensions on your driver's license.
0: I completely agree with that. I mean, look, I'm one that I have, there's times where I drive and I have my device with me. You know, but this is the thing. And this is where that that loophole, if they were to do that, there, there's a loophole there because we use our devices also as a GPS.
1: Right. But the GPS also talks to you.
0: Correct. You know but, what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, now but- you got you have your display uh, in front of your dash. The newer cars got displayed so you can see where you're going.
0: Right. Well, right? none of my cars yeah. have
1: that. Then you have mounts. The mounts could be mounted in there. You could put it on your dashboard. Mm -hmm. You know, there there's tools, there's accessories that could benefit you from you looking downwards or looking down somewhere that keeps your eyes off the road. Right. Just saying.
0: Now I'm looking at at that impact accident though. Was that a hit and run though? Uh
1: to be honest with you, I know that was not a hit and run. They didn't they didn't say it was a hit and run.
0: Okay, no, I, I I was just asking because I'm looking. I, I I I was kind of just reading it, and they're asking whoever I witnessed the accident to please call officer. Blah 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 blah. Right, and but I'm they talking. would have
1: said the headline like there was a hit and run, but they want more witnesses because most of these cars sometimes got cameras, so that right. way they could see all angles. It must be that area they don't have a camera, so they could replay and see what's going on. So right, 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 right. I I, I could understand that. But like I said, that's probably the only thing I'm sure we get updated, you know, tomorrow because the incident happened this morning. Surprisingly, we don't have more information right now. But uh usually they'll say something like the driver stayed in the area more to follow or something. Right, so, right. Right. I mean,
0: I was reading it, I can't listen to you and that other thing at the same time.
1: So but the fun well, it's yeah. not funny. But another incident that happened like probably a week ago was in the same town. Uh, There was a guy that was stealing a car and he went on a stealing car rampage and the last car he stole at the same time they were getting chased. He stole a police car in that town and the, uh, the police officers fired at him. He got wounded, I think in a leg area and he crashed into a building to a diner. Nobody got hurt. So that was luck. But uh again, it's just a lot of craziness going on, man. It really I, is.
0: There is a lot. There's yeah. I mean, it's a constant, I mean, you mentioned runway accidents, you know, where there's um there's a website here, right, that people go on mm-hmm. and it's broadcasted. It's actually called Only in Dade, right? Which is Miami Dade County, which is where I live in. And let me tell you. There's people that shoot videos, and you see wrong way drivers on the highway. It you know it's a miracle that there's not more accidents like that, you know. But
1: there there's a lot here, and uh, I think uh, a year ago during the summer there was a fatality of the guy was going the wrong way, and six people got killed. You know, four in on one, two in on the other, and of course that impact you're going. 80 miles per hour versus another car that's probably similar, and they crash to each other. I mean, when they showed the video clip, of course, the camera is far away from the scene. They try to zoom in, and it looked like somebody ironed the car out. You know it's bad already. Oh, for you know sure. Um, but it, here they got a, uh, a statistics that uh, from 2010 to 2015, there were fewer than Fifty pedestrian fatalities in a year okay since then it's been from 2016 to 2021 it's been greater than 65 fatalities for pedestrian uh accidents okay and that's not that's not covering whether or not it's hit and run or not but uh as of late and we've only been in in the new year since uh 25 days right? that uh, there's been a lot of hit-and-run accidents. So all that, to me, in my opinion, right, or my assumption is that the person was under an the influence, they didn't want to get caught, you know. But regardless of the situation, and I tell everybody around me, if you get into an accident, man, stay where you're at, whether it's your fault or not. Somehow, some way, you know, it's it's a lesser degree punishment or you can still get away with it or whatever it is. Um, that you remain at the scene, you know. My father always said, "Man, just keep your mouth closed, man. Let them do what they got to do, because one word could could change you know, the outcome." Unfortunately,
0: your dad's right. Sometimes you just gotta. Hey, look, we had an accident.
1: That's it. Some just states they don't care. Sure. Some states be like, "There's no no fault clause. You just deal with the situation." Right. Right. So well,
0: I'll tell you this. The state of Florida in 2021. I haven't. I got the. the late, I'm still looking for the latest one. So was the second most pedestrian deaths. Okay, mm-hmm. and the they had 899 pedestrian accidents.
1: That's a lot. That's too many. That's a lot. That's too many. So, again, it's like, what are we doing? You know, and 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 of course, here in Connecticut, it takes the act of Congress to, to get a driver's license. It's different than when I was 18 years old. You know, when I got mine, all you got to do is pay a fee, take the test and drive and prove yourself that you could drive. Now, it's like you have to uh, purchase a permit. Then you have to purchase this, purchase that. And then all of a sudden now you take the test. It's like there's so much money to be spent just to get a driver's license. Okay. And then like uh after that, it's like, okay, everyone got a license, but where is the repercussion? Is is it is it always about money, you know, that of you know, citations, whatever, pay your fee for doing whatever. I think the punishment has to be harder. And now things are more dangerous on the streets now because no one's really obeying the speed limit. No. You know, it, it, look, I know I'm speeding. In the state of Connecticut, the average speed is 65 miles per hour. Okay? And and, and the reason being is like you got Essex on the left and on the right. So, you know, like you're, people always changing lanes, which is different, especially in the state of Texas that majority of the highways the exit is always on the right hand side
0: correct out out here majority of the exits are on the right hand side
1: right which makes sense because the slow lane goes on the right side you're going to slow down to the ramp to get there which is totally not so much here in the state of connecticut so you know got it understand however why is it that people are just average, and I'm saying average because I drive and commute every single day. I am going 75. So if the car is going faster than me, I'm like, I only can imagine what number his dial is saying right now.
0: I'm doing, (laughs) I, yeah, I mean, like here on on the Florida Turnpike, the speed limit 70 miles an hour. I'm doing about 80. And let me tell you, I still got clowns. Okay, and those are the ones that you know that they're not doing 85. They're not doing 90. They're doing at least 95 to 100. When they fly right by you like that, and you're you're doing 80, 85 miles an hour, and they fly, Mm -hmm. you know that they're really flying. They're hauling ass. Hands down. You know, so, I mean, speeding tickets out here are are expensive.
1: Yeah, but... But it's you know, expensive, but is it is it doing something? That's the thing. is the is giving citations and getting them to court, is it, is it, is it solving the problem? I feel like that's still not good enough.
0: Look, man, um, I've been driving since I've been 18 years old. All right. For a long time I paid Miami Dade County tickets. Okay, they have a point system here. If you end up with twelve points on your license in one year, you get your license suspended mm-hmm. for six months. I believe I'm not sure how long it is. If you end up no until the points come off, there it is. In a two-year period, twenty-four points. Three years, thirty-six points. Right? Because I think after three years, your points start coming down. Um. Needless to say. When I moved back to Miami from Texas, that I had a Texas driver's license, which I don't know how I got it.
1: You don't know how you got your Texas license
0: because my Florida driver's license was suspended. I should not have. So they did not.
1: They didn't connect when you got your license.
0: They did it. Mm-hmm.
1: So. And so what year I, was this though?
0: This was
1: nineteen ninety something, right? Ninety eight. 90, no, 97?
0: no, no. No, this was like 2001, 2002, around there. Mm, okay. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um. Let's well, see, long. you
1: suspect, though. Yeah, sure. I'm going to tell you why. You had to apply, and they asked you the question had you had a previous license from another state? And Did I you said fill yes. That out? Okay. I told
0: them yes, and I even gave them my license.
1: You sure about that?
0: Yeah. I gave him
1: my you some shady guy, man. I know you. (laughs) Shady. (laughs) No, no, no shady
0: here, man. I um but (laughs) but when I came back to Miami, Mm -hmm. I had I I took a job that they required me to drive. I had to get a Florida driver's license. Mm. I got my license. They told me that I had it suspended, but my points came down because it was suspended by points. Right. So I was able to get a license. Needless to say, I got a ticket a couple weeks later.
1: What you do? Oh, Oh. yeah, learned your lesson.
0: Nah, man. And um, I got a ticket. My license was suspended. And I had to wait till the other points of my license came down because I had 12 points.
1: So is your license active now?
0: Oh, my! right now, according to the state of Florida, I think my driver's license even has a thing that says safe driver on it.
1: Your ass an even safe driver. Get out of here. What are you talking about? I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm a good driver. I'm a good driver.
1: You're a good driver. You got to pull it out to prove it. <laughs> you see,
0: look, it even says it right here. I'm going to pull it out here so you can see. It says safe driver.
1: Uh huh, and yeah, long hair. Oh, is yeah, that the shadow? Hair.
0: No, no, I had long hair.
1: No, I took a picture once, and it looked like I had long hair, and I was like, "No, that was a shadow." Because ah, oh, look at you. All right. I had
0: long hair. Yeah. So,
1: and how long know, is your license? What
0: do you mean, how long?
1: Well, how long does it take to expire?
0: Oh, let's see. This one I got. This one expires next year, twenty twenty-four. So I've is it had... like
1: every four years, every five years?
0: No. I got this one in 2016. Oh, about every eight years, more or less.
1: Because I know in Arizona, is like 60 years or so. So I mean, I they don't have to renew it.
0: I think you should be renewing your license at least on a one to two year, on like a two to three year basis.
1: All, yeah, you it keeps right you now. in check. It keeps you in check, man. I mean, well, over here you have an option. There's, there's the different price for amount of years. I think the most is eight years. Mm-hmm. So you pay like seventy-two dollars for a light to renew your license. So, um but at the same time, you know, you're. I think we have similar point systems. You know, a certain amount, they they suspend you. But when you when you're dealing with inv- uh, with a vehicle accident, right, and you're causing you know, hurt. And depending on the investigation, you're at fault. You know, you, you're a high risk. You're automatically a high risk. I think there has to be something that says, dude, maybe not a year, but maybe one, two months, maybe three months of suspension to be like, look, or maybe you automatically go back to uh defensive driving and do it all over again.
0: Well, what they do here at times mm-hmm. where you get your ticket and you have an option to go to traffic school so you don't get the points and you technically, you're not paying the ticket, you're paying traffic school but you end up paying more than what your ticket is anyways
1: because
0: mm. traffic school is expensive so you're going to do those four hour courses alright, and it's all you know, it's, I think it's like four hours and then it, then you you do that, you turn it in and you get your points taken off
1: but gotcha. well, your car insurance still goes up though well how about this idea but well, yeah you, when accidents yeah of course insurance goes up but how about this idea should there be a a technology on cell phones to where it motions how the speed that you're going that automatically disables any communication Now, some phones do have that because you could program it, that you're on the road, you can't text, right? But you can still disable it and still mess around with your phone. Should it be automatically to where it recognized the the amount of speed that you're going to automatically disable your phone?
0: Man, that's a catch-22, unless you're only allowed to make an emergency phone call.
1: Correct. You touch it, 911, what's your emergency?
0: think they could do that. I think uh, now would world. that
1: raise concern of other people, like complaining, you know, protesting and be like, "Oh no, you can't do that," and blah 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 blah. Or is you. it really the matter of fact the goal is the safety of everyone that's traveling on the roads? What? Gosh. How would that be prioritized?
0: What kind of world are we living in nowadays? Okay. If you don't like the smell of my fork, you're gonna go protest.
1: Okay? They got them over here, man, because you're dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> but but think
0: about it, okay? We we're, we we we're in a, we're in times where people you know people speak up, which is great, but you you protest for everything, so there will be a protest. Oh no, I don't want AT and T to do this because you're violating my rights as a consumer because mm-hmm. that's exactly what's going to be you know so at, at the end of the day yeah i th- i think that's something that could be done but people are going to think that it's wrong because you're controlling people now so explain that one how are you gonna you know Control program. I would like to
1: hear other viewers if they're watching to well you know say you know what's what's their what's their impression and even if it's after the shows like what's your idea is that a good idea for um cell phone companies to add that feature that's automatically at a certain speed that automatically shuts down, you know, like disabled until you slow down. Like for example, if you if the phone recognizes you're going over 20 miles per hour right? Disabled. And then when you slow down, then it turns back on again.
0: Well, I would tell you that I think it should be if you hit 10 to 15 miles an hour. You know why? Because you got school zones. School zones out here are 15 miles an hour.
1: Right. I think that's that's everywhere, right? I mean, you just got to slow down. I've seen
0: some places where school zones are 25 miles an hour, but if that if that's ever going to be done, you know what it needs to be done. in in a school zone, especially.
1: Right. Absolutely. You know, I, I agree with you there. I you agree know, with you there.
0: I I like I'm I'm super cautious on on a on a school zone. I make sure that on a school zone, I'm not on my phone. I mean, granted, do I drive? There's times where I, I'm looking at my phone. Okay, all right, that's cool, and go. You know, but I'm going to also tell you what happened. Something just came to mind. There's people watching TV on their phone. Yeah.
1: I put it on. I got, I got, I got my app, my TV app on my phone. And instead of listening to the radio, because I hear the same old stuff, you know, and I'm like, well, let me hear it on my speakers, uh, what, what they're saying, all these talk shows and stuff, you know, cause I feel like they're more up to speed than when I'm listening to a uh streaming app service to where you know like for example espn radio well if i just i don't want to hear about basketball whatever i just want to hear about football well let me turn that on to the nfl network and i'm listening in while i'm driving you know because technically they they do both radio right. and television right so but yeah you're right absolutely you could watch movies videos or whatever it is so yeah like again there's a lot of distraction going on to where if you're keeping your eyes off the road, you're more likely going to get into an accident. And we need to stop that because there's too many people getting killed, man. But speaking about getting killed, uh, you know, like celebrity court cases, man. Everyone wants to chime in on what's going on. Well, one in particular, you know, got my attention. And the most notable one was Alec Baldwin's case and where they're trying to prosecute him into involuntary manslaughter because of the fact that during the film I was shooting a movie uh, he had a gun that was not supposed to be loaded and he shot um, someone and that person got killed and uh, now they're trying to take him to court and um, man it's I, I, I'm curious because I've never been an actor I never been in a set. And you and I were former military, so we know exactly what we need to do whenever we have a weapon in our hand. The first thing we do is ensuring that the weapon is cleared. But when it comes to a celebrity that they gave him a weapon, which was supposed to be fake, but yet the person gets killed. Is he really at fault? Is he responsible? Who is really responsible? Who is at fault here?
0: Well, in my complete opinion on this, the person that has fault is the armor. The person that gave him the gun—they have—they have an armor on the set, because I mean, they they use the re- they use real guns mm-hmm. mainly because they're using blanks, right? All right, because you you still you know for whatever movies they're doing or whatever shows, you still want the bang, right mm-hmm. now. The, pro- the issue here comes in is if the armor gives you the firearm, right? You're automatically assuming that it's safe to shoot because they're giving it to you with blanks. Mm-hmm. So e- either way, if he gets it and he clears it, a blanket to come out. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm I'm figuring that when he grabbed that gun, he pulled the trigger. Of course he's did to pull it because that's just that's that's what he was supposed to do. I, I maybe, I, I, maybe he was stat. just
1: showing off and be like hey you know like boom boom like trying to be you know Mr. Cowboy or something like that. No, we all he, go through that right? oh it's a toy so no one gets hurt.
0: You see it's Baldwin was holding a gun during a rehearsal when it was discharged. Mm-hmm. So they were they were rehearsing the that um that sequence that of the particular
1: movie. scene, right? Right, that scene, right, that segment, know? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So you know, yeah, bang! It's kind of it's. I think it's, it's, a, just, it's a it's 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 a, a tough situation,
1: ask. right? But again, like how how would this, this change the scenario? Would that be any different if I had a gun and accidentally fired it in my house and somebody got hurt? What would happen to me?
0: But it's different.
1: How's it different?
0: I'm gonna tell you what the, what the difference is that the difference is that you know that your gun has real bullets in it, mm-hmm. the gun that that Alec Baldwin had was not supposed to have real bullets in
1: it. But shouldn't they all have training before they went on the set? That, 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 that's what what bothers me is like, you just, I don't know. It's just, you just give me a gun. I'm going to use this. Boom. Like, shouldn't everyone be like, I mean, look, this is year 2000. The incident happened in 2022, right? So, mm-hmm at this day and age shouldn't they already have like some type of training a uh, class before they start doing this movie set you know what i mean like i don't know how that works but um somebody has to be guilty somebody has no one could get away somebody got killed somebody respond somebody has to take that responsibility should I mean, it be should it be baldwin
0: no i i i really think that he should not take the responsibility on that because again, it's they went, hey, here you go. It's ready to go. The person giving him that firearm is the one that needs to take responsibility. Not him. He has to take responsibility because of the laws in New Mexico on how they set, on how on, on how they're set up. But I don't think he he's at fault here because did he pull the trigger? Yes, he did. But he pulled it. Why? He was given a firearm. I said, here you go. It's ready to go. That was not supposed to have live bullets. Okay. The person that gave him the firearm is the one that needs to be held 100% accountable. Because you know what? If you cannot tell the difference between an actual bullet and a blank, you got problems.
1: I think for Alec Baldwin's case, I think he, he knows more because he's a veteran actor. He's played movie roles with guns before, you know what I mean? And uh, you know, you, you should sense a red flag. and I think that they were careless. And there's been um, reports that uh, they've been careless. There was a lot of, of safety violations throughout filming this movie. Um, another thing that popped out was both Baldwin and another person, Gutierrez Reed, have denied the potential charges. And uh, the assistant director is taking a plea deal uh, to accept that punishment. Uh, And then the other one is people are criticizing Baldwin because he went on television uh, to explain. So supposedly he was defending himself before the public opinion. Now that public opinion bullet right there really bothers me because... And this this day, this day and age is like you you're many, you're automatically guilty, and you gotta prove your innocence, right? You're all you're supposed to be Bad. innocent until proven guilty.
0: But this day and age, you're guilty right. until you're proven is innocent. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so I like I'm a little bit bothered on, on this matter, and, and again, if it was one of us in that situation, we'd be arrested, we'd be in jail ready, maybe no, gotta wouldn't. get bailed. Or something and then wait for trial, you know, depending on the on the level. I just still there is double standards, man. Honestly, somebody got killed. Somebody's gotta be responsible. I'm sorry. Okay, it is.
0: So, my complete opinion on this uh-huh. is Gutierrez Reed is the one that needs to be responsible for it. He's the armor. Okay. Think about it. If you're in the military, the armor gives you something, he's he he is that final check before you get it. Make sure that it works. Make sure that it's right. If it fails to shoot for any single reason, whose fault is it? Yours or his?
1: You're going to say it's his. But in my in my opinion, I think, again, if you're in that scenario where you're using a gun, you know, you should already got training. You should inspect. I'm sorry. It's just I feel like everyone that has their hands on it should have a, that, that type of training. And the lady that died, her name was... Uh, Helena Hutchins? Correct. Right. She's a cinema, uh, cinematographer. So... Um, I
0: wonder... I... You know... Oh, the answer happened in
1: 2021. My bad. It wasn't in the 22. 2021. Okay. So, mm-hmm.
0: I wonder what her husband's stance or her widow stance is on this now. Because I know... I know that Baldwin and him had conversations. And they were pretty peaceful you know so i wonder i you know but go figure i mean it's one of those where it's it, not supposed yeah. to happen that way absolutely you know,
1: you know people have feelings and then that later on they'll have different feelings so um I'm, I'm i'm hopefully that they get to the bottom of this and they don't prolong this i feel like this is going to be a trial and i feel like all this media is going to have that attention so i'm prepared also for all my channels to be fulfilled with alec baldwin you know and you know i I actually got a feeling on the other side of this that former uh, president trump is probably going to be laughing his ass off on him because of all the stuff that he had to go through him mocking him and everything else so uh that's a carnival for him but um Another another uh, topic that we can move on is the Baseball Hall of Fame. Now, there is a new member in the Baseball Hall of Fame, and he is no other than Scott Rowland. Uh, Yesterday, he was inducted, uh, was announced that he will be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. And that happens during the summertime. But he made his percentage. He he got over 75 percent of the votes. So congratulations to him. But the thing is, is that was he really the deserving person to be in the Hall of Fame? Now, when you look at his numbers, his numbers are just like an average baseball player. All right? Uh, yeah, he has some gold gloves. He he uh, made it to the All-Stars and stuff like that. But this is the type of guy that really didn't like. He wasn't the MVP of anything. He wasn't the MVP in the playoffs. He hasn't even won the World Series. Um but was he the deserving one and and, and and there's a lot of people um that i feel like is deserving but uh, the baseball writers will make it seem like you know because of the steroids because of the peds and stuff like that that um uh, and i'm sorry I, i'm gonna take that back he was a world series champion back in 2006 uh with the st louis cardinals uh but again it's like Compared to the rest of the guys are on the list, was he really one better than them? For And in my, my first words I'll say is Manny Ramirez. You know, during his prime, you know, even before he became a Boston Red Sox, he played for the Cleveland Indians. This dude was sharp, man. All his numbers are greater than Scott Rowland. But they won't pick Manny Ramirez because, one, he's been, you know, he has been suspended because of PED. You know what I mean, um. But they won't pick him.
0: Well, look, let's 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 do this. I'm gonna tell you. I mean, I'm not much of a baseball guy, mm-hmm. and we know that, okay. But I can tell you that right off the bat, I know who Gary Sheffield is. I know who Carlos Beltran is, okay. I obviously I obviously know who Alex Rodriguez is, mm-hmm. okay. I've heard of Andy Pettit before.
1: Oh, wait. Watch watch this. I'm glad you mentioned Andy Pettit. So watch this. I had a conversation with Hector from the HHW show. He's Uh a big Yankee fan. I'm a big Red Sox fan. And my biggest fear always is that whenever we went against the Yankees, that was the pitcher that you didn't want to play against. Uh Because this guy would shut you down. Okay? And I tell you what, this guy is the most deserving. This guy has been in the play. He's played... 44 games in the playoffs. He's also won four World Series for the New York Yankees. Okay? How you not put him in the Hall of Fame? The number speaks volume. Why not you not voting him? I, I'm just – I'm astounding on, on everything, man. I, I really am. You mentioned uh, Gary Sheffield. He was among those that were leaked out that supposedly he was using PED. Uh, uh, Carlos Beltran, who has nothing to do with PED, Uh but because he was in a cheating scandal uh, with the Houston Astros, right? Now, all of a sudden, now you won't pick him to be in there.
0: Well, my question is this. Who's doing all the voting?
1: The baseball writers. The senior writers, right? Mm-hmm.
0: I think that is something that really needs to change because it's pretty much saying, "Hey, I'm going to vote this guy because I like this guy. This guy's this guy's being squeaky clean. This guy never gave me an issue. I never had to write a story on this guy in a sense."
1: I think because it, it's, uh, it's sometimes it's probably the popularity. I don't know. Like like there's different standards, you know, and no one really can figure out exactly who it is unless you're paying attention to the people that follow baseball, like the MLB network, you know, like, uh, Mark, uh, who's his name? Um, McGriff, Fred McGriff. Uh-huh. He got voted into the baseball hall of fame. He played first base, right? This guy was one of the best first basemen of all time in major league baseball, but the baseball writers did not vote in him, vote him in. It was a contemporary, uh, hall of famers, that put in the ballot to got to to vote him in, but he it should have never gone that far. Okay, and I think the baseball writers got it wrong and not making him. Now you look at the other sport. Let's look at the NFL. The NFL always have a team. When I say a team, like there's a lot of people that get invited every year into the Hall of Fame. Baseball has more, more players than football. You're talking about a 26-man roster, right? And at times you do trades and everything else. You bring in somebody else in there. And then the month of September, you got like 40 personnel and everything else. But the thing is, you have nine men playing that position. The 10th one being a designated hitter, right? You got a farm system. You got all kinds of stuff. And You mean to tell me that there's certain years that you don't you don't induct anyone? You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, every year, someone should be in the hall of fame. There's just too many people. Too many. You want to talk about elite? I think they need to do a better job when it comes to identifying the elite. Now, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens. They've been in the battle for 10 years. They didn't get picked. And we understand the PED, which Barry Bonds never got caught. It's all like this and that, or he, whatever the drama was about that is just the numbers does prove that he was probably using something, right? But he never got caught. Right. Roger Clemens with that scandal and everything else, I could say there's proof because of his rage, especially when he was wearing the Yankee uniform, right? Um, but other than that, I mean, you take away the PED, they were already Hall of Famers, so why are we not recognizing them when there were Roger Clemens or well, the uh, hold the hell the record for 20 strikeouts in the game? He was a six time Cy Young young award winner. Mm-hmm. Okay. This guy was already awesome. He didn't need to do anything. Barry Bonds when he was with the pirates. Awesome. You know, but again, like, uh, let's take it away. A lot of people be like, Hey, forget it. And then also, Pete Rose. Pete Rose was gambling. Which is worse, PED or gambling?
0: I think the PEDs would be worse.
1: Well, I guess Bako says otherwise because Pete Rose is still banned from baseball. He's still banned from being voted into the Hall of Fame. No, he's. But yeah, he's the all time, all time hits. He leads all time hits, right? He's the only one that hustled at every base, everything. There's no one like Pete Rose. He is the number one player of Major League Baseball. Better than Babe Ruth. Better than anyone else that you want to mention. That was that guy. Yeah. You know, so it's like, come on, man. This is year 2023 now. You know, and back then we were talking about, hey, this is 2020. And we keep continue every time Baseball Hall of Fame pops up. What about Pete Rose? And yet, we still can't get this guy to get that band lifted so he could be in the respected Hall of Fame.
0: He's never going to be in there, man. That guy's going to die trying, man. And actually, and now we don't even think he's tried anymore. He's like, I think he's giving up. He's like, you know what? Forget it. It's not going to happen.
1: I thought this new commissioner was going to do something and be like, go ahead, man. But I think there's that that mo- that baseball mafia going on to where it is is what they want. You know, and, and the fans know who's great. Andrew Jones. That dude was solid in the outfield, man. This guy won a World Series with the Atlanta Braves in 95. You know, and then of course, you know, at the end of his years, you know, you start getting old, man. So, but uh, I'm looking at this list. Um, Francisco Rodriguez was one of the best closers. He wasn't like Manny uh Mariano Rivera, but he, he was played- up there. He, he played for the, for the Angels.
0: The for the Angels, okay.
1: Right, um, Jeff Kent was solid with the Giants. Uh, Gary Sheffield, man, that dude. I, like I said, it's that he was the most dangerous hitter, even beforehand. That dude had a swing, like he was always swinging for for the fences. Always uh, that I mean always. I
0: that I remember. I mean I saw him play a couple times when he played with the Marlins. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and I and I obviously remember his name. But
1: he was a good batter. Todd Helton. And here's another thing. Todd Helton had an advantage because he played for the Colorado Rockies for his whole career. But being in Colorado is a high altitude, uh-huh. right? And I'm always left wondering if he would have moved to another team, would he play the way he played? You know, but it is what it is. But he ended up with 72%. Scott Rowland said, "You got to have over 75, 75 or more, to make it to the Hall of Fame." I think it's ridiculous just to have Scott Rowland. Why not seventy percent? I, I just that's all I'm saying, the numbers don't jive for me for someone to make it to the Hall of Fame. But uh, well, I having one it, or having none is just not good enough for baseball.
0: It's it's not. I mean, that's that's what I find crazy out of it. You know, it's like you said earlier, the comparison. You know, with the NFL, okay, who has a squad of people go, go in every year? Compared to baseball, you have one person this year. I think last year was it last year that they had one or, or none. I know there last year. Boys.
1: Last year they didn't have anybody.
0: I remember because I I mm-hmm. believe we had kind of the same discussion last year on on one of the shows that it's like, how are you not going to? Excuse me, how are you not going to vote anybody in? Right, you know, I think every year you should have at least, you know, if let's say baseball, right? Because baseball is only mm-hmm. doing one or two a year, so have maybe five, six. You know, don't make the standard so far high up where these good players that were good are right. not going to make it because your standards are all the way up here, which is pretty much untouchable.
1: Absolutely. And now next year, uh, I'll, I'll read you some names that's going to be eligible next year. you ready? Uh, Adrian Beltre. Okay. Bartolo Colon. Now, he's suspect a little bit. I mean, he tried to stay until he was 45 years old to pitch. But but then you have Adrian Gonzalez. Uh, that dude was uh, the best, one of the best power hitters. He also was a gold glove winner. Matt Holiday. Uh, Victor Martinez, who was an all-star catcher. OK, uh, we're moving down to Chase Utley, which, again, he was with the Phillies and Dodgers. Dude was nasty. And I'm mentioning and David Wright from the Mets. These guys were awesome in their era that would that deter. Uh, what's his name? Um, I even forgot his name. Ivan Hold on for a second. I lost my place here. Oh, uh, Todd Helton to reach the Hall of Fame. Because remember, you got the same voters, right? And And when you you add more people in there, will he make that 72 or will that percentage drop? Because the other guys come in. They also got to get some type of voting. And they're better players. And that's what's wrong with this Hall of Fame stuff, man. It's like they were almost there to get chosen. And then when the next list comes, you know, you don't push that guy to win it. Somebody else is going to take over. So it's like right? Uh, it's
0: it's a popular vote.
1: That, I'm going to tell much. you right now, the first ballot Hall of Fame will be Ichiro. If you remember him, he played for Seattle for a long time. His first 10 seasons in the Major League Baseball, he's batted over 300. And every season he hit over 200 hits. OK, and he was an all star every single year. So there's no way that that guy does not make it first time Hall of Fame. He has to for 2025 but uh i don't think next year i don't think anyone's gonna make it i really don't
0: i i, I don't even know what to tell you because it's you have such a bad turnout right because that's what i call it it's a bad turnout
1: it's a bad turnout for baseball all the way man like one, they're changing the rules of baseball starting next season, right? Bigger bases. Um, they got a clock for the pitcher now. So like which I think that's good
0: to have a right. clock for the pitcher because
1: so I think and then no, no more shifts. The shifts are gone. What do you mean, shifts? You no. Know? So, like if you're a left banded, left handed batter, right? So what they did was they left the third baseman somewhere where shortstop is and everybody else moves over to the right side of the field. Right. So you have your first baseman, second baseman and shortstop between first base and second base. And in the outfield, you have maybe that left fielder playing from left to center, and right. the other two are in the far right. Uh-huh. So that's the shift. Right. Well, Now they're getting rid of that.
0: Why? You know? That's strategy.
1: Yeah, but for their eyes, it's like, well, their averages are down. A lot of people are striking out. You know, so they they, they they build it on analytics. And analytics really killed the game, man. They really did. After that, what was that, Moneyball, the movie? Like, everyone wants to be Moneyball. How about, like, play the game the way that we traditionally done it, right? Uh, but uh, expect this season to have more stolen bases. You know, with the bases bigger now and wider and everything else, uh, I think there's going to be more action. But I, at the same time, I feel like more pitchers are going to get hurt. I really do.
0: How much bigger are you going to have the bases?
1: One inch in every side.
0: So four, inch, four inches around, in a sense.
1: And, and average, yeah. And, and I don't know if the mound is going to be extended, but, again, it's just uh, – uh, there's a lot of changes happening and, and it's, and it's going to take time to get use of all the changes, but they're trying to like gain that popularity, gain that, uh, that action, like how it used to be. And I remember baseball was the, uh, the main sport, but football took over because action, man, like right now you go watch, you watch the baseball game and you probably fall asleep after the third inning, you know, because it's that boring. And you know, what else is boring? The commentators. Yeah. there's no commentators that's gonna get you in the game unless it's the playoffs and this is the championship, so every inning counts. I mean, I know?
0: find I find baseball boring. All right. And I'll tell you that my, my stepson plays baseball. Okay, I could go watch him play all day and I'm not bored because literally is one thing. All right. But now you to for me to sit here and watch a full baseball game at my house, or even go to a baseball game, it's boring. <laughs> it's boring. I don't blame
1: you. I don't blame you.
0: You know, I think that the last baseball game I went to was this past year. You know, and we went because someone gave us tickets. We're like, oh, you know what, let's go. We all went. I know that I was on this here looking at my phone.
1: And then you got hit with the ball. <laughs>
0: no, 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 I think it is about Ryan ball. No, I'm what I'm saying is right. I go to a football game and I don't even touch my phone. I might take it out and take a picture. But that's about it.
1: Yeah, because there's always action going on. There's there's so people tackling, you know, they're throwing the ball, trying to get it. You trying to get that first down or 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 you know, There's a scrap in the middle of the game. Like, there's always action, something that you don't see in baseball. And I totally understand. And that's why they added a shot clock because I think you got like 12 seconds per each one. And then if they don't throw it on time, it's an automatic ball, you know? So, like, there's a lot at stake for them to continuously throw the ball. And it's different. And I don't think that part is going to change because. Maybe the guy's going to foul the ball eight times before he actually strike out or get a hit or something. I don't know. Yeah, that uh, part might not change. I mean, but the guys that have 12 seconds to throw
0: the ball, Hmm.
1: that's not a lot of time. No, I mean, I I just throw out numbers right there, right? Uh, Because I think it's 15, maybe. I don't know. I still got to read up on it. But the thing is, is that they do have a shot clock, right? Like basketball and, and, and football, right? They got a clock where be, be, you better throw the ball before it hits zero. That's that, that's what it what it boils down to. But uh, but originally, when it comes to the Hall of Fame, I think they ruined it, man. I think it, and it's different where I was little and I used to watch my 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 peoples, you know, like make it there and it was well deserving. Now it's like, who who are these people? They weren't elite when I was watching them. They were great. But in that era, there was always someone better than them. And I think they need to get recognized. So, but I'll leave it like that for now.
0: So, let's see. I, I'm looking at this. On opening day 2023, after opting out of his match contract, he'll have only 15 seconds. There's some who Have only 15 seconds to throw a pitch. That's the new standard for pitchers when the bases are empty. When runners on the number moves to 20 seconds if the clock reaches zero before before he he chucks the pill it's an automatic ball so you're telling me he has 15 seconds to throw the ball with nobody on base Mm -hmm. and 20 seconds to throw the ball if there's people on
1: they probably added a five seconds because if the guy's at first base you know the pitcher has an option To throw it to first base, but he's also limited to throwing it to first base too. That's another rule that they were adding because they got to keep the flow of the game going and they want to shrink the time. So instead of watching a four hour game, now they want to push it towards less than three hours.
0: Right. Of course. So let's Mm -hmm. see as for the batters, they must be in the box ready to rock with eight seconds remaining. If they're not, an automatic strike will be called. Hitters are allowed one clock resetting timeout per plate appearance.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true.
0: With runners on base, pitchers are allowed just two. Not from the rob, from the just two can Can't fucking read that word. does whatever. It's okay. It's okay. From the, they may pick or step off a total of two times. Okay. So they may they could step off the plate twice, Mm
1: -hmm. off the rubber, right?
0: Okay, so you know what it it does shorten the game. Mm. I we're gonna give it that much. It does speed up the gameplay though, you know. But that's gonna be pretty pretty interesting on how that's gonna work pretty
1: cool i think uh i might watch the first
0: game just for yeah you know for hey i got that.
1: one more before i leave right, i know we've been it. here for an hour so did you hear did you mention about the did we talk about the six-year-old that shot the teacher on your show
0: i think we spoke about it last week
1: you did right did we so yeah. i'm reading this and if correct me if i'm wrong the school board votes to cut ties with the superintendent weeks after six-year-old allegedly shot the teacher. The superintendent, ain't that crazy? Why? Like, like, it, was it a superintendent that uh shot the person, or uh, what's going on there? So watch this. I'm reading this, and it says the school board voted Wednesday evening to oust its superintendent. Weeks after, a six-year-old allegedly shot a teacher in one of the district schools, and on the same day that teacher's lawyers said school administrators were warned that the child had a gun the day of the shooting. Okay. That's a little skeptical there. Still, I don't understand how that's related to the superintendent. Yeah, The news... I... The, the news Port news public schools board voted five to one in favor of separation agreement and severance with the superintendent, Uh right? Uh The teacher's lawyer alleged earlier Wednesday that the school administrator had multiple warnings about the boy, the day of the incident. So this boy had a lot of issues for what I'm understanding is, is that the boy had a lot of issues probably use vulgar language because he probably learned that at home or use like whatever it is about oh i got a gun or whatever it is you know the the
0: child the child from what i remember reading and i don't Mm -hmm. have the story in front of me but the child was some type of special needs child also okay where mom and dad were always walking to school or walk into class or something like that. You know, so the, there was stuff like, damn, I I, I want to use the right wording so I, I don't get banned,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: but, <laughs> you know, the, the kid had issues. Okay, he had problems.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you know, and I know that I read it somewhere. Let me hold on because I know we spoke about it, and I had I had I had an article that I when I when I saw it, you know, students are injured.
1: So, as an educator, you know, m- my job really is like when the kids come in. Not besides being the educator in the classroom, is that I'm always observing what's going on in the hallway. I don't. There's no hangouts. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, you come to school, drop your stuff. Let's go. Let's get ready to work. And we got a routine going. So there's no, I won't say there's no bags allowed in the school, in, in the classroom, but you, why would you need bags if all your stuff is already in your desk? You know what I mean? So it's not like, uh, and like I say I can't speak for other schools and stuff like that, but I'm saying in an elementary school, Like the books stay there, you know, they got Chromebooks and stuff they could take. Uh So that way they could work on some apps, but like math or work on writing or whatever, whatever it it needs to be done. But, you know, like, you know, follow the routine, you know, and and then I have to left the question is like, what about the what did the principal do? You know, she's the principal and I would say she is whoever it is, is responsible for the school right was was there any safety in place and stuff like that i would like to know the the whole entire picture you know because in 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 the in the building that i work at like you have your staff members and everybody we're in the hallways We're, we're observing every child we say good morning and this and that we're welcome because we want them to feel safe we want them to be happy to always return back you know what i mean and so, and, and we don't hesitate to report when we hear stuff, you know what I mean? That's the one thing. You just can't be afraid. You got to do your duties. You know, we, 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 we have, uh, what was that called? We are required to report certain things, certain right. words. So whatever it is, even if it's behavior issues, because you got to keep that classroom flowing. You know what I mean? Of course. So. But you should never be too busy for anything. So I'm just curious to see how far this goes. Will the superintendent retaliate and and sue? You know what I mean? Because.
0: Well, the thing is, is that, I mean, when you really look at it. You can't judge a superintendent. You fail
1: to act. What is fail to act, though? Because correct
0: me if I'm wrong. And I probably am not. But the superintendent is not. At that school, every single day.
1: that superintendents in, t- in charge of the whole entire city, district. the district. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. So that being the case, where is he at fault? Mm-hmm. Are they trying to fault him because the kid brought a gun to school, and there's no measures in place to take care of that? I mean, right. if that's the case, that I could kind of understand it, but I don't because I don't think there's any measures of that in any school. Right. Okay. Unless they actually have metal detectors. Okay. Because I can tell you that in schools here in Miami, I don't know of any schools that have metal detectors. They they might. I don't know. But I also know that they're not checked, you know, to walk into the school. Like if my son right now wants to go grab the gun, take it to school, guess what? Knows it or no, unless he pulls it out or he tells somebody.
1: So, why says you ready? Mm -hmm. so this is what trips me out so this says the school's assistant principal uh resigned the assistant principal um then they they go on and say that the teacher got shot and was released from the hospital after a bullet went through her hand and into her chest inside her classroom right okay then there's reports saying that according to someone i'm not going to mention the name around 11 30 in the morning that day they informed the administrator that the that the child threatened to beat up another child okay, okay. that right there it's already grounds for yo come here We're, let's go talk about it and let's go talk to the social worker or the school psychiatrist that's okay. that should that happen around 12 30 another teacher told the administrator that she believed that the student had to put a gun in his pocket and taking it out to recess but the administrator allegedly downplayed the possibility okay so i'm left the question is is that if you believe that the student had a gun why did we not isolate that area why didn't we not move the kids away from that child you know what i'm saying like was that thought process what was that problem solving solution and even though it's not problem solving but you're you're mitigating limited of the risk of other people getting hurt right, right. and then then shortly after 1 pm the third teacher told the mission that of another child um uh, described crying with fear or something like that uh hold on had informed the teacher that the 6 year showed him the gun at recess and threatened to shoot him if he told anybody. Okay? Then the fourth employee then asked the minister for permission to search the boy but was denied. So why weren't the police automatically notified? That should be standard operating procedures.
0: Well... going to tell you like this i Mm -hmm. i don't know who said no for the kid not to be searched okay but i'm i say like this if i'm an administrator at a school i don't care what school it is or what okay if there's a kid that i hear has a gun in his back okay especially a six-year-old for that matter Mm -hmm. okay because I don't care what kind of I don't care what kind of adults you are. Okay, active, non-active, short, skinny, fat, you can't move, doesn't fucking matter. Okay, guess what? Right. You're gonna be able to overpower a six-year-old. Okay, if I'm the administrator and I know about that, oh a kid has a gun in his bag. Okay, no problem. I'm gonna grab the bag. I'm gonna grab the bag, I'm gonna grab the kid. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grab him, and and I will tap him down, okay? A six-year-old is not smart enough to go ahead and grab a gun and shove it down his pants. He's going to have it in his pockets, okay? Mm-hmm. And you just, you pat down that area instantly, then grab the bag, search the bag. If it's not there, someone's going to complain, hey, you know what? This is what I heard. Right. Fire me then.
1: Yeah,
0: for trying to save your child,
1: grab a witness, something like, Look, I inspect everything that's in my room, everything in my room is my responsibility, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I don't do messy stuff, but at the same time, when you teach them what right looks like, and, and again, you keep that normal routine. But uh, when somebody's like, Hey, so and so is gonna do this, someone's gonna do that, boom, I don't care if it's a joke or not, you take that seriously. And you notify the parents right away, you know. And and again, I love the the place where I'm at because everybody reacts quick. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. And if someone's absent, there's always the next person in charge, and which is brilliant. We're not waiting. We're not playing the waiting game. We deal with the situation because that's automatic, you know. And we, and you know, those professional development those times. You know we don't take time away from the, the the students that's another thing that i that i like is like the kids always have their education and most most districts they have their professional development that automatically is a day off not where i'm at you know we stay after school and get more you know training you know it has its benefits and it doesn't but at the same time mm-hmm. it's like you we discuss those things what happens with this happened was part two was part three and me I'm always that SOP type of guy, you know. When everyone's like afraid to ask, I'm gonna hey, show me on paper what's well, A, B, and C, and if this doesn't happen, what happens next? I need to know. I don't go blind or nothing like that and be like, I'm gonna assume this is gonna happen. No, 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 no. That's not the time, you know. And um, anyways, and this situation, I think, I think the staff, the administration. What are they? They they failed. They really did.
0: Well, I I ran into the same article you were reading, and I was kind of mm-hmm. skimming through it. And yeah, it's a complete failure all around. I mean, look that a kid tells another kid, "Hey, I'm gonna kick your ass," or "I'm gonna beat you up," whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Let then, me know. And and the other kid reports it. Then okay, fine. You know what? You gotta take care of that real fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, hey, what's going on? Okay, now the fact that he showed the gun to another child, okay, and that other child reported it, that's where really you got a problem.
1: Did it say what type of gun it is?
0: I think it was a 38 Taurus, is what I read in another article. Point 038
1: Mm hmm. Trying to see what, like, what the measurement. Uh, a Taurus revolver? Yo, those are small guns. Small bullet. Yeah. That you could fit in someone's purse. Yes. Yeah.
0: Supposedly after the kid got it from. He got it for, from his mother's purse. You
1: know. Man. As a tragedy, man.
0: Dude, you know what? It's called not teaching your kids correctly. The fact, yep. the fact that a six-year-old knows where to find your gun and knows how to use it, you got a problem. Okay, absolutely. Because I would tell you this: I, I, on a normal basis, with my kid, you know, with, with both my boys, mm-hmm. I never liked the whole handgun toys. Okay. I never liked them. People would buy them for them. I would grab them. I would dump them. <laughs> they look too real, man. Absolutely. They look too real. No, thank you. Grab it. Dump it. You want to give them a Nerf gun? By all means, give them a Nerf gun. And I think we spoke about it last week. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Okay? These new, they're, they're water pellet guns. They shoot water pellets and hit you. Oh, my God. They're called splatter guns. My son has one that looks exactly like an M4. Damn.
1: Okay?
0: So it's one of those where it's like, Matt, you, if you change the color on it, which you wanted to paint it straight black, I was like, you're crazy. <laughs> Guess what? It looks like a real freaking M4.
1: And if you're in the streets and you're doing something and the cop sees that, they're going to say that that's a threat. Right, and then uh, the person gets shot, and you'd be like, Well, I thought he had a real gun. So,
0: hey, what was the first thing I said when I started the show over there? Is my sister, you just brought. yeah. I know I've seen in. that.
1: Make your right. bed, make my name on you, man. You should have made your bed, man, before you went out of the show, man.
0: Hey, listen, I,
1: I'm with her, I'm with her. I agree with you, Ovi, yes, I agree thanks. with you,
0: Toby. Thank you very much,
1: yeah. No problem, anytime. Th-
0: thank you for. For knowing the fact that we did this show at last minute. The bed was made, but I jumped in it, Liz. Sorry. You missed yeah. the part where I jumped off my chair and I jumped on the bed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know? Okay.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, man, there's, there's a big problem there. And
1: I'm sure that they're going to come up with a solution. And there's always that issue where it always have to be the worst-case scenario so we can learn our, learn our lesson, right? So, Thank you, Yang Yang, over here. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) All right.
0: That's that twin thing.
1: Mm. Well, I'll tell you what, man. It was a great conversation. Yeah. Uh, Pedestrians getting hit by cars to Alec Baldwin to Baseball Hall of Fame voters and talking about this incident here with a six-year-old shooting a teacher and People resigning and people getting ousted. So, again, this this seems like uh, a reaction instead of trying to look things in a positive and be like, look, what can we do better? So there's a lot of blaming going on, and that's part of the process. And uh, it's going to take some time for everyone to heal and to move on. And from what I read, I think next week they're going to start school again over there. So hopefully yeah. they'll get something in place. Well, but, yeah. Uh,
0: I I'm sure they will. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean Of course. We live in a world now that tragedy happens and we talk about it. Actually, you know, we're, we're mad about it. We talk about it. We move on. It happens again and repeat. Yep. This is unfortunately the ad norm is becoming the norm.
1: Yeah, eventually, yep, that's what happens. You know, so so we'll but see. Anyway.
0: We'll see how we do it. It is what it is.
1: I appreciate you know, it, man. Thank you for thank you for having me on the show.
0: No, hey, man. Thank you for coming on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure. We, I'm sure we'll do more of these shows. You know, on yeah. the fly. You know, I. Just,
1: nah, this was our on fly. We'll, we'll we'll develop it. We'll make it right.
0: For sure. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know. So hey, look. You might agree with what we're speaking, or you might not agree with what we're speaking, but you know what? We're always going to speak it real. We'll catch you next week. Deuces. Thank you for watching. Speaking with you is brought to you by Clovercrest Media. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.